You're listening to the Teaching Matters podcast, brought to you by the University of Edinburgh and part of the Teaching Matters blog. Teaching Matters brings together students and staff in conversation, debate, and celebration of learning and teaching in higher education. Feel free to share your comments with us, either directly on the blog or email us at teachingmatters at ed.ac.uk. You can listen and subscribe to the Teaching Matters podcast at Spotify or Apple Podcasts, and music is provided by Hook Sounds. Following the outbreak of COVID-19, the University of Edinburgh adopted the approach of hybrid teaching. Hybrid teaching is an approach that's designed to provide flexibility to ensure that students and academics can safely participate in teaching and learning. To prepare for the transition to hybrid teaching, the School of Mathematics created the ACID Creation Support Project. ACID stands for Adapt, Support, Implement and Deliver. My name is Colette Sheard and I'm a recent mathematics graduate from the University of Edinburgh and I'm one of the 48 interns that were hired to assist in the project. I've written a blog where I share my personal experience of the project, but now I'm going to speak with two academics from the School of Mathematics who will hopefully give us some insight into the ACID project, but from an instructor's perspective. I'm going to be speaking to Dr David Jordan and Dr Charlotte Devage. David is a senior academic in the School of Mathematics. As well as his long-standing research contributions, he also teaches Honours Algebra, which is one of the four main requisite honours courses in the mathematics undergraduate programmes. Charlotte completed her PhD at the University of Edinburgh and she began working as a university teacher in 2018. She specialises in mathematical computing and she teaches computing and numerics and Python programming. So, let's see what they have to say. So, before um, the university transitioned into the approach of hybrid teaching, I was just wanting to know a little bit about your concerns. What, what did you think was going to happen? I thought it would be, in some ways, opportunities um, to kickstart some changes that maybe we'd wanted to try or basically an opportunity to try new things. Uh, it would certainly be a lot of work over the summer. <laughs> Uh, which it was. Yeah, you know, some things did work well. Uh, we had feedback, for example, from students that uh, videos worked better than regular lectures for that kind of content. So yeah, some, some excitement, some uh, anticipation at the amount of work. Yeah, um, I think that's fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> and David, what about you? What were you thinking? Um, yeah, I like the way that Charlotte put it. Um, we, in, in the class that I was teaching, it was a, a com computer skills course, but tied to an abstract algebra uh, course. So there was, right, we, we needed to shift to um, an online format. And uh, I also came into it um, even before the, the pandemic, wanting to make some serious changes to the way that the lab was being run. So to make, just to sort of amp up what was being done in the skills lab and make it more relevant to the course. Uh, before these skills labs were a bit off to the side and we wanted to integrate it more with the course. Um, and so, yeah, I think I like the way that Charlotte put it. We had to do a lot of extra work just to be ready for the pandemic, yeah. but we were able to um, direct that towards something which I hope we will use in the future. So do you think it sort of speeds up a process that it was going that way in a way? 
I think so. Yeah. I mean, one, one very pragmatic change is that this used to be run as a computer lab where students would have to come into university computers and part of moving it over to Python um, and to more open source uh, um, software is that uh, it, it can be distributed online now. And I think for this course in particular, after the pandemic, I think we'll still run it online because All right. it's, just, it's just more appropriate to do it that way in this case. Nice. So looking back from now, did it all go as you expected? Were there any big issues that you faced that were unexpected? Uh, yeah, I think more or less as expected with uh, maybe more kind of fires to put out than usual. <laughs> um, so, I mean, the, the kind of difficulties for my course, at least, were mainly uh, technical. Um, so that's related to, for example, the students not really being able to come to class or to a computer lab and use the university computer, which is all nice and set up. Yeah. You know, having to use their own uh, their own machines, their own um, hardware and software. Uh, setting all this up was quite difficult. I can um, there was uh, I was expecting more issues than usual to do with communication and language. Uh, remembering, you know, myself as when I first came here as a student, uh, you know, English was not is not my native language, and I remember the first few weeks especially were tough. But um, you know, I gained fluency quite quickly by just being here and yeah. hanging out with people and having to speak English all the time. And so I was I was worried that that would be a problem uh, if students were not able to. You know come here and speak english all the time or even mm. were able to come here but wouldn't really be able to go out uh, and have any of that so i think that was an important issue which i did expect um, but otherwise i think it went fine um, <laughs> and david what about you did it run smoothly all as expected or um, yeah, I, I would say I had similar experiences, lots of fires to put out, um, <laughs> like every week one service or another was down that, that they needed and, and the students tended to be quite panicked if they couldn't submit on time and yeah, I mean also to be honest, the, there were some challenges with student morale I think this semester, um, they had more coursework uh, than a typical semester. This was done deliberately to make, um, to take some of the pressure off the exam and also to deal with some of the challenges of giving a take home exam, um, mm -hmm. and making that fair. Um, but it, it, uh, it shifted their, uh, their workload a bit. And so um, there was a, some challenge there to, to explain to them why this was happening and um, to get them to see that the coursework was not in lieu of studying, but that it was a form of, of studying, of learning the material. Yeah. yeah, nice. So now to the ACID project. So I don't actually think I worked directly with either of you two, but I was just wondering, do you think that the ACID project, the structure helped? Were you like thankful that the ACID staff were there? Yeah, I think that was definitely instrumental in keeping things running, keeping things organized, you know, making sure we were all in constant communication uh, as a school. Yeah, that structure was, I think, just invaluable. 
beyond you know beyond um, the kind of material creation support, even just having you know something on that scale organized as a school uh, with this, you know good. I don't know exactly how many staff and students were involved, but interns we had so I was really surprised as well at like how much the School of Maths had put into it to be honest but yeah and it you know we were yeah discussing thinking to be together about how to do things that catalyzed uh, a lot of important discussions and workshops and trial runs and uh, which I think were really really instrumental in you know this semester going how well it went considering yeah. circumstances. And David, would you agree? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so I personally used um, the ACID uh, workforce in two ways. I, I um, consulted with uh, two students who had taken this course in a previous iteration um, about some of the changes I was thinking of making. Um, and I also one of the major additions that I made actually with, with uh, Charlotte's help and instruction was making the um, assessments give immediate feedback. So the students had to program some, some topic and then um, the software allows you to test their, their programs. Oh yeah. Is it like NB grader? Yes, exactly. Yeah. yeah NB grader. Yeah. So I had uh, help from the ACID team to to just make that happen, basically. So I could I could um, sort of take take my hands off some of the, the development. Um, but yeah, I think I, I I completely agree that that in addition to that, there was just this sense that the whole school was going to take teaching seriously and mm -hmm. was going to um, try to continue to deliver online teaching um, at a top level of quality. It's something that I've always been impressed with since I came here. Um, I came here from the U.S. and you know, I, in the U.S., I, th I think it's more common that sort of each professor just does their own thing. If you get into trouble, you're gonna hear about it. But otherwise, you know, there's not really that much support per se for teaching. And uh, here, even before the pandemic, there's you know, career people who really care about pedagogy and try and train the. I'm a researcher primarily, and try to train us in. In better pedagogy and uh yeah there was this sense that this was a challenge and we we're going to rise to it uh, yeah no i agree um so obviously this year was a bit different there was like the need to form this team but i was just wondering do you think that it would be helpful if say like every year there was perhaps a smaller team but to kind of just go over the course and like think about any improvements that might need to be made do you think that would be helpful to have it every summer yeah, I think so. You know, as you've said, this year was a lot of, um, <laughs> I don't want to say panic, but, uh, you know, obviously I think <laughs> there was a lot of pressures, time pressures and uh, other pressures, obviously. We still got so much out of it. And there's a lot of what we thought about and we implemented uh, that I think will remain in some form in one way or another in our future teaching there was a lot as I said in the beginning an opportunity to really try some new things and I think a lot of it was successful and there's no reason why you know that should be discarded so it would seem like a good idea to have a similar kind of process mm -hmm. um, also just even just a structure that's there 
as a way to exchange uh, experiences and knowledge between mm. us, between staff, um, so you can help each other organize. Usually, you know, what we would do, uh, you know, I've been here for, this is my third year now teaching in school of maths, and uh, in my first year especially, but I still do it often, um, if I don't know how to set up something or how to set up an assignment or something, I go look in the corridor and I kind of knock on a couple of doors and mm-hmm. ask, okay, who knows how to do that? Um, obviously that was not possible uh, to do that while we were all at home. Um, but I think is it having this uh, project going on also highlighted, uh, you know, if someone has expertise, has done something lots of times, uh, knows that system well, you know, to go see that person. And a lot more of that, I think, happened uh, and a lot more kind of knowledge sharing between us than maybe usual. Yeah. Yeah. And David, obviously, you said that your course has changed quite a bit because of this. But would you think every year it would be good to have a project like this to revise what's included in the courses? Yeah, I mean, I think one thing that uh, comes to mind when you ask about that is that it's, it's quite often, I think, predictable when courses will change from year to year. So, uh, you know, if, if there's going to be a new instructor on the course uh, after someone else having done it for a few years, or if a course has been tagged to be improved upon, such as this course. Uh, and so I think um, this, you know, tr- trying to carry forward that structure of getting out ahead of it a bit rather than doing it on the fly, I think would be good probably in a normal, you know, as I said, I was already planning to, to, to change this course, mm-hmm. but in a normal year, I would not have had the impetus to, to spend August doing it. I would have done it September, October, November, December, and I would have been way behind on everything and probably cutting a lot of corners. Um, so that structure being there to support me doing it um, gave me an incentive to get organized quickly so that I could take advantage of the, the ACE team. And of course, their, their help was, was much valued. Uh, so, um, yeah, I think even, even after the pandemic and the shift online, there will be always um, the ability to improve courses and, yeah. and, having, and having that, that team was very valuable, um, especially both the mix of some, some of the uh, postgraduate students on the team had, uh, you know, they were sort of at tutor level as far as yeah. understanding of the course, uh, but then also uh, being able to consult with, with undergraduates who are maybe in their third or fourth year um, and had more um, sort of more first Did you request someone that was quite experienced and someone that was sort of new to Python to see how That's it would... Right. Oh yeah, so that's that's useful. Yeah, so that that worked that worked pretty well, I thought. Nice, great. Well, I think that's time up. Uh, but thanks so much for joining us, and uh, and good luck with semester two. <laughs>